G'day everyone, welcome to another episode of Chewing the Bat, where we delve into numerous sporting topics around Australia and the globe. In this week, we're going to be giving you highlights of the week and also preview the upcoming NRL weekend for round two. My name is Jack and I'm gladly once again joined by a good mate and fellow sporting buff, Gus. Gus Bus, how you going? Good, thank you, Jack. How are you? <laughs> good, mate. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. Good morning, Matthew. Uh, yeah, good morning, producer Frey as well. Thanks for putting this podcast together for us, mate. Morning. <laughs> Chip, chipper again. Everyone today. <laughs> Everyone's had their coffee, done our Pilates session for the morning and ready to go. 30 days of yoga. When was your last Pilates session, mate? Uh, three days ago. Oh, due for another one soon. Yeah, I'm sure. tomorrow morning. <laughs> Unreal. Um... Before we get started, we want to once again thank our podcast sponsor, Kiala Organic Beef. They are 100% certified grass-fed beef and pork straight from their local farm and delivered straight to your dirt door or work workplace. Or um, dirt patch. Yeah. That's what you were going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever you live, they'll deliver it. <laughs> I think that's their slogan too. Wherever you yeah. live. Wherever, Wherever you live. live. All right. Um, look, Gus... Not a huge week of sport, um, but we do have to... Good size of pool. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's... Not bad. I'm sure there's some, I don't know, a bit of badminton some, somewhere around or some <laughs> lawn bowls. Um, but we do have to bring up a quite a big error we produced last week. Couple. A couple. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully hopefully this isn't a regular occurrence. Um, the first one, Matthew Ebden, our Aussie tennis gun. So apparently last week he lost in the quarterfinal <laughs> <laughs> at Marseille Open yeah. 13 in France. Um, that wasn't the case. He actually played in the quarterfinal against Karen Kanchanov, which uh, is which is a tough matchup. Where's he ranked at the moment? I think top he's ten. I think he's near the ten. So he was in the ninth seed, was he? Yeah, so he's probably ten, floating ten. Maybe he's in the top twenty. Just, Sixth seed. Yeah, unreal. He actually beat him. <laughs> he he actually beat him. He could him. be making more errors. <laughs> So, yeah, last week we said maybe Ebden lost in the quarters. Still a great effort. But, yeah, beat Karen Kanchanov and um, played... And won in the quarters. That will make that clear. Yeah. <laughs> and he ended up playing Daniil Medvedev in the, in the semi. So, he had a really tight first set with him, 6-4, um, I believe. And I think he hurt his leg in that set, actually, as well. Right. And he, I was going to say, because he was looking really good at the start of the match. Like, he was competing well. He was, you know, dominating points. Daniil was just getting back you know, back behind, well behind the baseline and defending Classic a lot of the Daniel. time. And yeah, unfortunately, he had to retire in the second set. Um, but anyway, still an unbelievable effort, semi-final. Yeah, it's tough. It's just tough that he's been having such a good run, you know. Um, and we were just talking about it. He clearly wanted to keep it going because he still tried to play in Dubai and he had to retire hurt in the first round against Batista Agu. Yeah, tough. a tough guy to play against if you're a little bit injured too. <laughs> <laughs> no mercy <laughs> from the Spaniard. No mercy. Um, so, yeah, Matty Ebden, good effort. Hopefully he... And sorry. Know, yeah, sorry, Matt. For sorry, Matt Ebden. False information. But hopefully he gets over his injury soon, rests up, and because we're seeing some great tennis from him at the moment. Unbelievable. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. so he's ranked... I think he's still out, well outside the top 100 at the moment. I think he might be in the two, low 200s, yeah. but he's jumped up. 
I think recently. So I think his accordingly. career, from memory, his career best was about 40 in the world back yes. in 2018. Yeah. Will we see him back there? Why not? <laughs> he's not, it's not. Career best form, mate. Yeah, he's, I think he's about the same age as Djokovic. Well, you're seeing guys now like. Possibly. Well over 30 that are, that are almost peaking, you'd say. Um, he's 30, yeah, 33. Yeah. Um, so he's got plenty of time to go. Rest that leg up and. 100%. So the young guns are coming through, but you, you, you know, even the resurgence. Even last year, the year before Monfils, he's. You know, yeah, he's like career he, best. Yeah, he form. pushed in the top 10 just, just quietly. Um, but yeah, I think we're going to see another, hopefully, top 50 from Matty Ebda before. Oh, I'd love that. Did you know he won a. Because I looked him up. Did you know he won a bronze medal at the Commonwealth Games in 2010? I didn't. <laughs> so long ago. Bit of a young gun. <laughs> bronze medal. Well, that's pretty good. That is pretty good. How, well, yeah, he would have been. Yeah, yeah, very young. Yeah. Younger what, than us. What's the math there? Oh, 22? 23? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going About that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, uh, feels good. I, feels really good. Yeah, so we're, pretty, we're I don't pretty know stoked if, on... I don't know if Andy Murray would have been there in the Commonwealth, potentially. Gee, I don't know. I don't know if he would have played, I guess, is a question. I haven't done my research. Yeah. <laughs> Should have. Could um, have. All right. Didn't. Actually, while we're talking about that run... Yep. Daniil Medvedev just rose to number two. And we talked about him in the Australian Open. He had the chance to be the first player outside the big four for since Rusty. Since Rusty, which is huge. Massive. So and he's done it. I think it's the stat still counts and just took him an extra month. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was, a. I think, what, Rusty back in, like, mid-2000s. Yeah, I think it was 2005 because he made a slam final. Am I misremembering? No, I think you're right. Had like a semi-final run or a final run at the Oz. Do you reckon we'll see Daniel push Jocko in the next year or so? For number one? For number one. Depends how much Djokovic takes that less tournament seriously, I think. Because he said he was going to play less, but how much is less? Yeah, he just needs to slam Daniel, doesn't he? Or another one. No, he's just lost in two he's finals. Just lost. He's lost true. in the US and the Oz. Well, yeah, I think US Open, potentially. Yep. All right. French. <laughs> I don't know about French, mate. <laughs> That's the Joe slam. Oh, I don't know if Joe at 34 is looking for the French. <laughs> anyway, um, moving on. We also had a pretty horrible tip last yep. week. Oh, yep. Another classic from us. Um, <laughs> the Fed Express, our man, Roger. He's back up on the wall, I've he noticed. He's back up on the wall, actually. Um, maybe that's why he lost. He was down on the floor for a little bit. Mm. Anyway, Fed had a good first win and then ended up losing to Nikola Bazalashvili. That's impressive if you just done that off the top of the head. I did, mate. Very impressive. <laughs> but yeah, we said we said book the win. He's going to win. We'll see you next week see for a Fedzi semi-final. Yep. <laughs> I think you said Fedzi to win the whole thing. <laughs> well, just he, booked it. Basilashvili ended up winning it. So that's probably not a very bad loss, to be honest. No, you've lost to the form player. Yeah, exactly. Fair enough. And But then Fedzi said, he came out and said, he pulled out of Dubai and said he's going to go back and go into training. A bit more of a training block. Which... We're not too sure whether it's an injury thing, or whether it's literally well, legitimately just he's not ready. He thinks he's not ready. I mean, he's such a master craftsman. Do you think he just didn't feel a hundred percent on the ground well, strokes? Mate, I don't or know if he's he's got a little bit of a belly on him. Oh, stop <laughs> it! Stop, <laughs> stop it! <laughs> <laughs> 
he That's has outrageous. been he's probably he's obviously been training but he's probably been lapping up a bit of time off the court as well so oh this is this is unbelievable <laughs> still looks good i wouldn't expect you to i would never have guessed to come in here and <laughs> jack would be slandering the fed express I'm not slandering i love it mate he's enjoying his time <laughs> um so yeah we hope to see fedzy back soon also rafa i think rafa pulled out of um an upcoming tournament as well so hopefully fedzy and raf it's tough especially at that age the disrupted schedule cannot be easy to deal with oh, uh, for sure. over the past year because the, you know there's such when you've been on tour for what 20 plus years it's routine, routine. so much routine yeah. even as they're like reducing the amount of tournaments they play they still have this routine set up and to have that taken away Obviously, you think you think Fedzi's taken advantage of it, but <laughs> either way, it would be hard to deal with. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, all right. Well, move, moving on from tennis. Um, like I said before, we haven't seen many highlights this week. However, going to the NBA and the basketball, a huge highlight. Massive, massive. Rookie Anthony Edwards, number tell, one pick. <laughs> number one pick. Tell me about his dunk, mate. Oh, he's off the chain. So. <laughs> He, I think he had a 32-point game that game. Huge game. Huge game. So, he just he was at the top of the key. I think there was a bit of screen, maybe just up the top. He went behind the backs with the defense. Mello sort of bumped him, slowed him down. He took like one more step from basically being stopped, just elevates off two down the middle, and he throws it down so hard that the ball goes straight through the net, hits the ground, and bounces <laughs> up almost as high as the rim. But that's the thing. He, the force in that is outrageous. Because usually when you see guys dunk, um, they don't usually throw it straight down. They usually you either sort just of bit, get to the rim. It's sideways. sideways. But Anthony literally threw it down into straight the rim. Straight down. <laughs> straight, like he's above the cup. His head's at the rim, mate. Oh, it's unbelievable. He had another one like a few weeks ago on Utah Watanabe, I believe. It's good from you. Yeah, thanks, mate. <laughs> one all. <laughs> <laughs> he just cut baseline. Oh, I think he maybe pump faked. Yeah. Pump faked, took like two dribbles, elevated from outside the paint along the baseline and just bodied. They both came down together like Monster hit the ground. Dunk. Monster though. Monster. He's a freak. I think he Well, I think he said he only started playing basketball when he was in year eight or something. He used to play football and before the draft or after he was picked number one, he said, um, he reckons he's a better football player than a <laughs> basketball <laughs> player. I'm, I'm one of the best rookies in basketball going around, but I'm also a gun He's also player. He also claimed that he's a gun <laughs> chef. He was like, A1 since day one, baby. <laughs> I guess if you're that good. He's confident. Yeah, it's all about confidence, I guess. Oh, he's got it. He's got a step back three and he's got those epic jams. So I'd love to see his cooking game. I heard a rumor. I heard a rumor. So what do they call it? Over there, it's like teppanyaki time, but you go and you watch the chefs. Benny Harness. <laughs> yeah. I heard a rumor that he would take his own leftovers to Benny Harness and warm it up on their hot plate. Surely not. I heard a rumor. <laughs> I heard him claim it. I don't know if it's true. That ain't cooking. <laughs> it's cooking, mate. <laughs> That's confidence, is what it is. Can you go to imagine going to teppanyaki time and going, I'm gonna warm. I'm just gonna warm up my own food. Thanks. Or bring your own eggs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a little crack action. Local farm eggs. Yes, but so he's been he's been pretty impressive, but he's been a little bit more inconsistent with his overall play, I would say. Right. Um, although so too flashy, do you think? Uh, he's in a pretty tough situation, to be fair. Like Minnesota has had a tough year. Carl Anthony Towns has had a just personally incredibly tough year. Um, so he's playing in a very disrupted team. So he's been moment. a pretty disrupted team. Their coach got fu- um, Ryan Saunders got fired. 
So they've doesn't, had a pretty... Doesn't help, does it? No, it doesn't help at all. So it's pretty hard to tell. Ricky Rubio came out and said he's seen players' careers get derailed because of being in situations like this. <laughs> and he's on the team. <laughs> oh, God. Which is just not a good sign. Just a heads up for the rest of the team. <laughs> yeah, just a heads up. This is going badly. Um, so it's been difficult for him. What have you found, Producer Frey? Just found a, a quick tweet just talking about the uh, Benihana. <laughs> I don't even know what Benihana is. Man. It's just, it's it's just a teppanyaki. It's place, like teppanyaki. Oh. You go and you all sit around the hot plate, yep. and the chef does all the fancy. Yeah, they they bring you out food. Oh, I like it already. You can cook it yourself a little bit. They do some stuff for you, but uh, he's definitely a little out there. My friend manages a Benihana and said that they had to ask him to stop coming in. <laughs> Apparently, he didn't understand how the restaurant worked. And would casually bring in his own food to heat up on the tepid plates. <laughs> Communal hot plate. The last straw was when he sat at a table hosting a large birthday party and spilled his entire container of gumbo all over the stove oh, no. top. That's, That's when so you know outrageous. you're a local. Is when you that can could walk- be a myth. To be fair, <laughs> that could be just a legend. That's when you know when you're a local. You can literally walk into your restaurant and just bring your own food. <laughs> Boys, you might hit this up for me. <laughs> just got a spatula with him. <laughs> so I guess if you guys want to believe the Twitter handle, your boy beef cat. Then uh, I guess I it's think true. that's. I think that might be a n- notorious liar on the internet about NBA things. Actually, <laughs> I think I've been done by that before <laughs> by your boy Beef Cat. So I think that might. You know what? I might have been done again. All right, we'll come back. Record to it anyway. scratch. <laughs> All right. Um, speaking of rookies, Lamelo. Lamelo Ball. How good's he going? Oh, he's going really, really well. A lot better than his brothers, I think. Well, better than yeah. Well. Uh, Lonzo's got like a different game Lonzo's turned into more of just like a Spot up shooter at times A bit more fundamental Fundamental just loves sharing the ball A lot of passing Lamelo has great passing vision as well But Lonzo is just like a bit more under the radar Plays good defense But anyway Lamelo like The one thing I think no one expected Because everyone was conjecturing about How he was as a person Everyone's like he's been out of school for so long He never played in a competitive environment recently well, apart from the NBL, but it seemed yeah. like he didn't. He was just jacking up whatever he wanted. It was in the competitive, NBL. mate. It's com- <laughs> the NBL is competitive, but it didn't look like Lamelo. He wasn't. Looking he was competitive. just like spinning into threes. Like to be fair, he just spun into a three the other day and just nailed it in the NBA. Oh, so unbelievable! He's just got it. Yeah. But I think no one expected personality-wise him to just lift the team as he has, because he's come in. The Charlotte Hornets are just like the funnest team to watch. They look like they're having so much fun. I've never thought about Charlotte. Hornets before because it's boring to even think about the name of them, <laughs> <laughs> and he's and they're just the best you team. Like, you to don't watch. like the Hornets as a name? Oh, uh, I'm not the biggest fan. Okay, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, he's just lifted them. He seems they all seem to really love him. He's had a few massive games. He's over the past like few months. He's averaged like twenty five and six or something. Well, I don't know. I that's could be the thing for a rookie. Up, he's just like he's just slid in so easily, so well. Like yeah. And just seems to be Perfect able to keep, match. keep producing it. So Yeah, and everyone around him, you know, he's giving everyone a random confidence too to play. That's it. Actually, speaking of, the other day, you might have missed this, Gordon Hayward posterized De'Aaron Fox. Yeah. Like, straight up. He took, he got, the, he leaked out on a fast, he got a steal, and he leaked out sort of on a fast break down through the wing, got the ball maybe around the three-point line, took like one big power dribble. Oh, God. Two-foot elevate and just... <laughs> Sort of snuck the two-hand jam up. Oh, I love that from Aaron. Commissioner Gordon. Oh, oh, God. The Commissioner. Yeah. He's back in form. <laughs> He's back, mate. He's back, baby. He is back. He just needed to get out of Boston, That's unfortunately. Right. 
All right. <laughs> okay, let's let's move on from basketball. Um, so we we're pretty stoked to have the first weekend of NRL wrap up last weekend, mate. Oh, how good! Some, some good footy games. is back. Footy is back. Bring <laughs> bring back. That's my team, and it, my my Friday night would have been complete. Oh, I don't. If they bring it back, mate, I don't know what I'll do with myself. I'll go crazy. I still just listen to it sometimes for a treat. I know, mate. <laughs> just fires me up. <laughs> Every time you're around, it's probably one of the top three songs you put on. <laughs> I put on that YouTube mix where it's like highlights and stuff, like it used to be back in the day to watch the start <laughs> of the game. Oh, anyway, um, we had a good weekend of footy. Um, some close games, some not so close games. And some really good 40-minute performances. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's very true, actually. <laughs> none none better than our beloved Broncos. Great 40 minutes in Great there. Great 40 minutes. Oh, well, they were looking pretty good, to be honest, the Broncos. They were, to be fair. Not to make excuses for the Bronx, but they did. So, Lodge got injured in like 15 minutes. Then Coates got injured before halftime when he On went in try. for the second try. Yeah. Which apparently he's alright, by the way, which is good. Apparently he's going to play this week. Um, and then Asiata got injured as well and had to get stretched off. Apparently he's going to be back as well, so it must have just been a nerve pinch or something. Yeah, a few burners. Well, yeah, like the same with um, Tom top. Burgess. Yeah, whatever the hell a, a burner is. But <laughs> Never had one. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, the Broncos, mate, they, they were looking good before the injuries. And then I don't know what happened at halftime where the Parramatta... I think Parramatta came out a bit more purposeful, to be fair. Yeah. Because they, they were a little bit... I think in the first half, they were a little bit further away than their just solid game plan. Like, there were a bit few errors, sort of throwing the ball side to side. Just maybe just thinking like, oh, we'll run over the Broncos here. But they didn't just put in the hard yards down the middle. I think they came out a bit more focused the second half. Just went straight through. And they just kept going. And just kept going. Yeah. Just cranked up the screws on the Broncos. And eventually, the... Floodgates sort of opened a little bit and they yeah. got some tries. <laughs> it was a bit like the last couple of games we've seen there. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. But they they looked like they had more effort at least, the Bronx. Like they were competing to the end, even with only 14, 14 players left, you know? Well, I guess with Big Kev as your coach, you've got to, you got to put in. Viva la Kevolution, baby. <laughs> <laughs> they seem to love him. I think I heard before the game... They were in, Did you they make were, that up? No, definitely not. I probably oh, stole it God. from like Vossi or something. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's Maybe fair. Warren Ryan. I yeah. don't know. But they, I think they were do, he was doing like a Channel 9 interview spot before the game. Who, Kev? Big Kev, yeah. yeah. And they go, so how's, how's, how's Milf going to go? How's Milford going to go? And he goes, you watch. You watch tonight. Oh, I love that. He's just got confidence in him. Last time, Kev was an assistant coach in 2015. So I think he is a bit of a Milford whisperer. I like it. I think I think he is too. Um, I don't know. Oh, he he played all right, Milf. Played good. Played he tries to a couple random things that like Joey and the boys weren't too pleased about, like chipping in in your own half. <laughs> Just chip and chases. <laughs> the chip and chase is a solid play, mate. <laughs> Bloody oath. There's back, nothing wrong back with that. Footy. Um, yeah. So the Broncos looking good, even though we copped a loss. I reckon we're gonna. I don't know. Hopefully, see some big wins from them in the in the season. Hopefully, hopefully. And hopefully they play strong enough to push your big six as well, I feel. Well, the Parramatta should be up there, so if they can at least compete at that level, they'll be... They'll only lose, a bit, you know, by about 30 or 40 against Melbourne. So. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Last year, they lost by 30 or 40 to Parramatta. So that's true. That's so a good we performance. Get, yeah, we're getting better. Um, another big performance um, from the boys from Bondi. Yes. 
massive performance over Manly, which was not surprising. I told you they were training hard, mate. I said it <laughs> last week. As if every team's not training hard, mate. <laughs> I claimed it. They're disciplined and they look good. The only bad thing, though, they is do look good. Jake Friend is out now in the concussion protocol because he's had quite a lot. Um, poor Friendy. So yeah, I he think he might be out. A lot, eh? Yeah, well, he's probably not the tallest bloke. I think he copped one of the big manly forwards just sort of straight on. And I don't know if it was a head knock or he got the shoulder. Um, but he went down looking pretty poorly and he's had a lot. So I think he's going to be out for an extended period. And we'll see what the future holds for him. Right. Well, hopefully he's back soon because. He holds the teams together quite well, old friend. He does, he does. They've got, um, I think Verrills should be back. Because remember Verrills did his ACL last year. Yeah. Same game as Radley, by the way. Remember that game at Bankwest? Everyone just started doing ACLs. Oh, and they were like, it's the turf. What a conspiracy. Yeah, they just like plugged. Two, it's like two ACLs and like another knee, like a low-grade knee yeah, injury. In, the, in like 20 minutes. It's the bloody grass. That was scary. <laughs> but anyway, oh, I, yeah. think, I think Verrills should be back. He's a good dummy half. He's good. That's the thing. Like everyone keeps talking about Tedesco and how obviously he's a gun, probably one of the best players in the world at the moment. Yeah. But the rest of the team is a is really good. Is very really, good. Really, really good. I mean, the Morris boys, one of them scored three tries, the other scored one. I can't tell. <laughs> I couldn't tell you which was which. Between Brett and Josh. Brett and Josh. Um tight. I think one of them has a fatter neck. <laughs> I think it's Brett. That's outrageous. No, I'm serious, mate. I think Brett's got a fatter they did this segment on the footy show once where they pranked someone one of the brothers went into a toilet cubicle and then the other brother came in behind the the person watching the other guy and <laughs> just confused the hell out of him and watching that one of them had a fatter neck <laughs> so yeah that's the, so that's the key i'll keep that in mind next time but you do, you're not even sure which is which so i'm just gonna see and i'll go oh yeah i guess he does have a bit of a bit of a bigger neck i still oh. don't know which one it is no anyway one of the morris brothers but anyway morris brothers tupo playing really well just always does yeah joey manu i love joey manu luke keary yep Angus Crichton's gone to a level two Panua. Are you throwing out all these Takiyaho, names? Takiyaho, Sa- Hargraves. Salary cap sombrero? <laughs> Don't do that to Uncle Nick. <laughs> Surely Uncle Nick's throwing some cash under the table. That team is stacked. What you we mean? won't allege anything like that. Nah. We never would do nah, that. Nah, nah. We're sorry. not about that sorry. here. <laughs> sorry, Nick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but either way, they're just a very, very solid team. Really well disciplined. Really well coached, obviously. Yeah, and of course. They've still Robert. got just so much X Factor. Like, Joey Manu can do anything. Tedesco can do anything. Same with Luke Keary. Yeah, and it's a stacked team, and which also brings us to our, our next talking point, is young um, 17-year-old, Yeah, Suali. Yeah, he's got an exemption to play before he's 18, if, if they name him in the team. Is that, the thing. That's the thing. He can play, but... Team on paper, who's you know who's he replacing? Who's he replacing? Like I, I don't know because he plays center. He's been playing on the right center for the Bears. Yep, and looking good. But that's is that not Joey Manu's center? Yeah, that's like his the, edge. That is, but you, you can't just you're not displacing Joey Manu. No, he's essentially this. He's like physically somewhat similar to Joey Manu, but Joey Manu's just done it at a test player level already. So <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully they just kind of ease him into the team. I think maybe around Origin or something. But the thing is, he's like... I think he's 17 and 10 months or something. So, he's probably going to turn 18 anyway. But I guess that it's more of a mental thing. He's in the squad now. and he, Well, he's he's been training with the squad. And he's been playing New South Wales Cup anyway. Which So, I don't really understand the distinction between playing with men in New South Wales Cup versus the NRL. <laughs> it's not like they're bigger men. They're You know, it's pretty similar. Yeah. It, but anyway, 
he's in the squad and I guess now they can tell him you could be picked. So I guess mentally he prepares a bit more for that. And possibly during Origin or if anyone goes down with an injury or if any of the Morrises want a week off. He's yeah, he's a good option to have. Or yeah, that's the thing. If one of the Morris brothers wants to have a you know, a week off against a lower grade team. You chuck never him know. In. Chuck the, him in. The thing is though, playing for the North Sydney Bears, he was on the he was on the edge with Matt Ikavalu. You remember Matt Ikavalu yeah. came in and scored four or five tries in one night before? Yeah, gun. So he can he's an NRL quality winger. He could probably go to another club and play in NRL, I would say. Do you reckon try on debut if he comes in? Yes. Double. <laughs> Walk it in. <laughs> Walk it in. To be fair, if the Roosters play well, there's usually a few tries to be had. Definitely. Around the edge. Definitely. Um so yeah, well hopefully we can see see him play. Um do you do you back breaking that the rule of being eighteen? Uh, do you think 17-year-olds should be able to get an exemption? I don't know. I, I don't know Look, if he's, I would... He's big enough to be playing... Yeah, that's the thing. I don't know if I would take it past a case-by-case basis. Like, yeah. he is a particularly big 17-year-old, um, pretty mature-looking. But generally, you know, it is. It's a tough sport to come into at that age. But, uh, yeah, I've, he looks ready, though. Like, seeing, looking at his highlights, he just he's dominating... If you're good enough, you're old enough. That's that's right. That's what they say. <laughs> that's what Finchie says, and Finchie played when he was like 15. <laughs> if you're good enough, you're old enough. I think Finchie debuted when he was still in high school. Imagine that. Surely not. Through the week at school. He wasn't even that Friday big. night, you go and debut for the Raiders. <laughs> Unbelievable. Come back to the boys the next day. <laughs> yeah, school. got a little match payment. <laughs> yeah. Tuck shop, tuck shop <laughs> jelly cups <laughs> yeah. on Finchie that day. Get your shout for chicken chips, Finchie. Chicken. <laughs> Oh my word! Oh, no, don't mind if I do. Well, they have another one. Just thinking about Suwali. Have yep. you seen Sam Walker's highlights at all? I haven't. He looks good. Right. He okay. looks good. He set up a try on the weekend where I was just like, he has got it. He went. He sort of dummied, went through a hole, right foot, left foot, and then passed to the outside. It was just silky smooth. He had another one like cut out three blokes passing to the wing. He's just. He seems like he's got a bit of vision, and he's pretty fits good in, athlete fits too. Fits in well to the team. Yeah, I don't know. It'd be interesting, like, almost looks a little... I don't know if this is outrageous. Almost <laughs> no. might fill a similar hole as Luke Keary. Like, a similar physique. Possibly a similar, like, sort of... Is Luke Keary in a bit of trouble then? No way. Oh. I, just think it'd be, I just think it'd be an interesting pairing. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Like, you wouldn't have your one traditional, like, bigger six or It was like having, like, like, like Nick Arima and Milford together. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like two of the same blokes. How good is Nicarima going? Though? Oh, so good! Big loss for the Bronx. Yeah, it's really stings. But I, at the time, I, at the time, I wasn't that. At the time, I sort of understood it. But now, looking at how good Cody Nick is going, it just it stings. Yeah. Anyway, mate, um, are there any other highlights that you want to draw from from last weekend's epic round of footy? Yeah, just quickly. The Storm and the Bunnies game was pretty exciting to watch. It, it ended up being, I guess... Probably game of the week. Yeah, well, I, I guess it was a bit biased because it was the start of the round and I was pretty <laughs> excited. So yeah, very <laughs> hyped. But the Storm, the first 10, 20 minutes they came at the first set, I think they went 70 metres. They had a couple of offloads and they literally went deep into the Bunnies' territory. Yeah, two. I think two second phase plays in the first set. Yeah, and Pappenhausen got a scoot and then oh God, Brandon the Cheese got a scoot. And it was just, it made me wonder if the Storm have gone, our new strength is running it down the middle. We've got a bunch of big, mobile, fast forwards. We've got Pappenhausen always backing up 
everyone who goes down the middle. Yep. Pappy is backing them up. Yep. And we've got Brandon Smith. Let's run it down the team's throat. And then you have your option of going to your edge. And it's a good, bloody good edge. It almost frees up your edge plays a little bit more because you start hunting up the middle, packing up the middle. Your defensive line starts condensing. Yeah. Well, we saw it happen. That's exactly... They were under pressure. The Bunnies have gone, let's jam in and up and put them under pressure. A couple of tackles, maybe three tackles inside the 20. And Munster goes, whatever, I'm going to spread it. (laughs) (laughs) He just does what he wants. Throws a big spiral. I think it goes through Olam's hands. If not, it gets to the Fox who makes a break. Yeah. See you later. Gets to halfway. Kicks. Jerome Hughes picks it up cleanly. Next play, they score. Yeah. Pappenhausen inside. Inside ball to Olam. Yeah. So, yeah, you're exactly right because the Bunnies go, well, we've got to get back into this game. Let's jam them. Let's fire up here, boys. And Munster goes, no worries. But at the same time, it's nothing. It's just fundamental footy. It's That's no, the thing. It's nothing, it's nothing special. Too fancy. They have it's special just... players doing it, but they're just doing, you know, it the fundamentals. It just really, really good. Just run it hard, run it straight, and just, just keep coming. It was crazy. And it's still entertaining. Yeah, it was pretty exciting to watch. Yeah. I guess, to be fair, the thing with Melbourne, they're always super prepared for the start of the season because they do a hectic preseason. Oh, yeah. So, I guess, you know, they're always going to come out hot. So, we'll see how they go for the rest of the season. Which, um, so, did you like Brandon Smith starting? The I, cheese? I did. I did enjoy it. I'm, I know, we're, I'm a big I know fan it was of only one game, but... I know. did enjoy it. I'm a big fan of him. He's a, I mean, he's a test quality player. Do you like him off the bench still after seeing that performance? Jeez, it's really tough. It's really tough. Good problem to have, I guess. Yeah, it is a pretty good problem to have. I wouldn't mind I wouldn't mind integrating a bit more of a cheese at thirteen, Harry Grant at nine. Right. He had a spell at lock last year. He'll do it easy. He can definitely do it. He's yeah. he's pretty chunky. I mean, I guess it's a bit more wear and tear on his body potentially, which is no good. But it's it would be good to have them both out there. He's just his scoots from dummy half though are just unmatched. Oh, it's all time because he just drives into the line. So he, he usually catches him off guard, gains ten meters, hits the line, and still pushes, still powers, <laughs> yeah, burrows his little head in. The wombat, yeah, <laughs> the wombat, the cheese. He's just your names running around. Yeah, but um, so it was pretty good to watch. And then the bunnies as well were looking pretty slick. Benji through the middle, third half. Benji, so I think what. I don't know how long it was until they scored their first try, but as soon as Benji came on, he was pretty much influential in their yeah, first three involved. tries. He wasn't the assist pass, but what he did really well was give Cody Walker heaps of time. Yeah, he gave to his yeah team. really good ball out to Cody. So Benji, yeah. Oh well, the thing is, when they scored a couple of those tries, Adam Reynolds and Latrell were on the short side. They go open, so it goes through Cook, Benji. Cody Walker oh God. out to Gagai or Johnston. So and you and then the defense is loaded up on the short side because they see Reynolds and Luttrell. Yeah. So you can't cheat out there. You have to stay home. And it just opens up this big open side sweeping out the back play. So it's it's great to watch. When it comes together, it's pretty slick. It's and it's also good to see Benji still oh, yeah. He can still play, mate. Yeah, I don't know why no any other team's trying to pick him up. I think he's got a I think they rep, they've got a reputation on his defense. That's true. Rather, because he's, he look, I don't know. I'm not sure it's, I'm not that convinced he's actually, I guess it depends. You just got to play him at the right time. I have seen a couple of youngsters just run rings around him. <laughs> you just got to play. That's classic for an older playmaker, I suppose. <laughs> you just have to play him at the right time. Which they did, I think. They did, yeah, they really did. And then just, just couldn't get it done in the end, unfortunately. But um, yeah, that was probably 
match of the weekend. Um, moving on to round two this weekend. Um, so, so on paper, we have a lot of good matches. And I also would say, I don't know if you'd agree, some, a bit of disparity between some of the teams. A little bit. A little bit. There's been a lot of talk this week that there's a greater gap than before between the good or the, the you, good. The top eight <laughs> and the bottom eight. <laughs> would you say there's a big six? Or a big yeah, four? Yeah, there's probably... Well, some of the teams, like the Warriors and the Knights, came out making a case that they should be considered on a similar level to something some teams like the Eels, if they can keep that standard I'd, up. I'd agree with that. Um, but yeah, I'm, I don't know if there's a widening gap. I think it might have something to do with the rule change. So before all these rule changes, every team just went big. They played really solid. Bennett Ball took the two, <laughs> you know, just punch it up the middle, play solid, keep Sim- it tight. Simple footy. And you've got a chance. Yeah. But now with so much more fatigue, I feel like you start to see the quality players sort of take over later in the games and you get these scores racked up. Yep. Like if you start losing, it doesn't just stay tight that often. I feel like it so just you, keeps going. Do you think this season we're going to see some bigger scores and some bigger blowouts? Possibly. I know the NRL came out and said, it's not the rules. It just happened. <laughs> but I'm not sure. I, to be honest, I don't mind it because overall I find it more entertaining to watch with these rules. You like the fatigue factor. Yeah, because it's it's sort of sort of old school footy. Like you see big gaps opening up and the little men, that's their advantage, you know. If you're a half, your advantage is meant to be late in the game. The big men are tired so you can slip through gaps. It, and it's good to, it is good to watch. It is really yeah. exciting to watch. Everyone likes to see a bit of broken field play. So I think maybe that contributes to the sort of predictability of some of the results. Yeah, and I guess it also differentiates the the forwards that are, you know, looking to change as well. So you're trying to get yeah. fitter, faster, stronger. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be good to see, I think. I think so too. But I- even aside from that, we have we do have a few really good games this week. So recording we are recording this very early on Thursday morning. <laughs> so we've got we got a game tonight. We do have a game tonight. We have Melbourne Storm versus Parramatta Eels. I think it's a Bankwest. Oh, yeah. That's going to be a good one. I'm pretty keen to watch that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very keen. Tomorrow night, we have Warriors Knights, two teams that played really well on the weekend. Another good matchup. And then after that... The Derby. The Derby. <laughs> the M1? M3? Oh, straight down the M3? <laughs> straight down the M3. Well, the M3. Either way, they're playing at Bus. That one will be interesting. Broncos Titans. The players obviously know about the rivalry or, you know, it's not. <laughs> it never used to be a rivalry, oh. but I guess it sort of is. I'm tip. I think the Titans are going to fire up for this one. I think they probably will. Like, I think they probably like will. they they know that they've potentially got a good team in their hands, and they also know that the Broncos have been struggling. So I reckon the Titans are going to try and put the foot down here on this one. That's interesting. You say that. So <laughs> I, let's go. Th- let's go through the round with our tips. Just okay. Help everyone out. Uh, they've already missed. They'll have missed one when they listen to this, but you can still get seven out of seven. I can still default. tip the Broncos. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, just quickly, two of our Premiership Smokies are playing on Saturday night. The Cows and the Dragons. <laughs> should be a good one. It actually should be a good one. Country Bank Stadium. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the Dragons. The QCB. S. Anyway, our tips for the week. Our tips for the week. So, first round. So, first round. First round. First, first game, sorry. First game. First game. I've gone Storm. So, yeah, Melbourne, Parramatta. Storm for me. Agreed. Fair enough. Warriors versus Knights. That's at Central Coast Stadium. I've gone Warriors. Ooh. They're slight underdogs. I think they're paying $1.95 to $1.85 for the Knights. Yep. 
I like the feel of the Warriors. See, I'm going to rebuttal. I think the Knights. The Knights are looking great. I think Frizzell's going to put in another big game. Oh, true. Frizz. Um, he, he's one of those players that can, you know, flip a game on its head if he if he rips in, which he usually does. So. They do have a crazy pack. Saifidi brothers, Clemmer, Mitch Barnett, Frizzell. And they played well last week without the Pong. Yeah, I think he's probably still out for a few weeks, but they've still got plenty of quality around, don't they? Connor Watson was doing... He's, Did you see his tri-saver? Oh, one of the best I've ever oh seen. Oh, my word. He, can't, he Inside 20 metres, he's probably giving up seven. Yep. And he made it up before the try line. Oh, it was unbelievable. And so, the boys got around him too, obviously, for that effort. You love Because they're, they're winning. There's a minute left. There's no reason There's why. no reason to sprint that hard. And put in the effort. And he did. I think that that's something... Honestly, in video this week, Adam O'Brien will be showing the boys that and saying, this is what we build a season on. Yeah. These small moments... When you that could not matter, could not matter, but you still try and put in. You still put in a hundred percent anyway. That's when team. you're when you're tired. That's how a good team comes about. Hundred percent. Because people take shortcuts when you don't think there's anything to lose. You walk a little bit instead of run. Yep. And you just sort of take these little shortcuts, and they start to add up. That's, and that's a great comment. It's something to build literally the year and the season on. I think so, and it's a small moment. Like, but that's that's the thing. I I once had a coach tell me, if you can walk. You can jog, and if you can jog, you can run. And I said, "No way!" And if you can run, you can fly. <laughs> but he'll try. Adam O'Brien will be doing a similar thing, I reckon. Was but that, anyway, was that Coach Zoran? No, it was. A, it, was a, it was a football coach. Oh, cross sports, mate. Look at you go. Oh, I know. <laughs> Bit of a superstar. Anyway, um, Titans so, Broncos. Titans Broncos. Who are you tipping? Oh, I'm going Broncos. I'm going Titans. I'm right in the Bronx. <laughs> I don't know why. I just I'm excited. They didn't give me much last week, the Titans, but I'm hoping that they can give me a little more. I'm just backing the boys. Flegler, Coates, and Asiata can play. I think Lodge is out, but they should still. I think the Bronx will lift. Okay, I'm tipping it. All right, and then Saturday, Arvo Bulldogs Panthers. This is one of those ones. One, two, three, Panthers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next, Sea Eagles Rabbitohs again. Rabbitohs. Yep, that's fair. Cowboys Dragons. Now, this is one of this is probably another matchup of the. That's of actually the a tough one to tip. I've gone cows at home. Bear in mind it's in Townsville. It's rubbish, man. I've gone dragons. <laughs> <laughs> of course you have. <laughs> of course you have. Any reason? Uh, Duffy scored a great try Duffy. and it inspired you. Up the duff, yeah. <laughs> Up the duff. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say that, mate. <laughs> no, we can't say that. We're cutting that out. <laughs> Moving on. Tigers Roosters at Campbelltown. Oh, yeah, it's I at know. Campbelltown, yeah. but I'm going. I've gone Roosters. But it, see, that's the thing. The Tigers are one of those teams where, on paper, there's flair. Yeah, they and could flash and spark across the across the field. So you sort of never know. Maybe they bring it. They'll they'll give me they'll give you like 15, 20 minutes of spark. And we'll see what the Roosters do. Whether they'll score a trial. Because the Roosters will be pretty solid over 80. Yeah, but I think I'd, say, I'd still say Roosters by at least 16. Yeah, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. 13 plus value bet. <laughs> and then the final game of the weekend is the Sharkies versus the Raiders at Netstrata Jubilee. Raiders. Yeah. I've gone Raiders. That's another... Like, yeah, you, I'd go, I'm going Raiders, but that's another one where the Sharks, you know... You never know. Great team. If they can lift and find a bit of bit of form they can definitely push for the win there so but yeah 
Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> Up the milk. Up the milk. <laughs> Did you see? Maybe I'll on Pokemon and Bar's um, Instagram because they released their milk Canberra jerseys. Yeah. Someone is, they look great, by the way. Yes, yeah, some fella had ordered a Canberra milk jersey. The name is up the effing milk. <laughs> yeah. Run together into one word. <laughs> Guess the number. Oh, it's sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> up the effing milk, sixty nine. Oh no, that's this is a classic NRL supporter. I feel. <laughs> yeah, definitely is. Definitely. Um. And that pretty much rounds us out for the weekend. Um, have we missed a game? Nope. That's it. That's so, eight matches. And yeah, look out my my uh, match of the weekend, Dragons-Cowboys. So <laughs> Can't wait for that one. <laughs> Absolutely can't wait. Anyway, um, yeah, thanks again, everyone, for listening. Um, thanks, Gus. Thank you, Jack. put this together. And also thank you and a big shout out to our producer, producer Frey. Producer Frey. And lastly, we also want to thank our sponsor for the podcast, Kiala Organics Beef. They've been helping us out since we've started. Um, so, yeah, a huge shout out to them. And, boys, we'll, um, yeah, we'll see you next week. Can't wait.